Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Coming up this week, there's a new dating site just for Disney fans. D23 announces their plans for 2016, and we're going to have the top 10 trip planning threads from Disboards.com. And a little later on, the team is going to discuss their favorite moments from the show for 2016. All that, co- or 2015, excuse me. All that coming up next from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 863, for the week of December 8th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hello. Jackie Gailey. Hello. Julie Martin. Merry Christmas. And back in the production nook, our associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with our intern, Steve Porter. Hello. And our producer, Craig Williams. Hi, everyone. So welcome to the last live show of 2015 uh starting next week we are on hiatus until january 5th when we'll have our next live show but do not despair we have some things going up for you in the interim uh for the next couple of weeks we're going to have some pre-recorded shows and then i have something a little special for you that i will discuss uh at the end of this show that you can expect before the end of the year so um, you will not be without your fix to some degree uh, for the next few weeks, but uh, we are we are definitely taking our our little hiatus. So, you know, the first show that's Ferris's seventh birthday. Is it really seven? Wow, yes. hard to believe. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Hard to believe. So um, many of you have been asking me about uh, the plans for the. Our 10th anniversary uh, celebration coming up next July. Uh, We are still working on the details, but I will tell you this. That celebration will take place the weekend of July 22nd to the 26th. That's a Friday through a Tuesday with July 21st, or excuse me, July 25th being uh, the 10th anniversary show that we're going to be doing live. So I know a lot of you are trying to make plans and things like that. Go ahead and make your plans. I don't have details as to where things are going to be sta- held yet. We're still working that out. But it is going to happen, and it is going to happen that weekend, July 22nd through the 26th. And uh, hopefully uh, early in January, we will have more details. But it is going to be that weekend. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. We're planning some really cool things. Um, but I have nothing to announce yet in terms of details. But those are the dates, July 22nd through the 26th. That's a Friday through a Tuesday, 2016. And on July 25th is the actual 10-year anniversary of our show. We will be doing a special live show that day. So I just wanted to make sure we got that out there. A lot of people have been asking me about it. Um, So I wanted to... I wanted to put put that out there. I also want to say a special thank you to all of you who joined us Saturday night at Diagon Alley at Universal Studios for this year's Dizapalooza party. It was quite the event. I thought it was great. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was overwhelming. It was the largest, the best attended one of these we've had. We had well over 900 people. You want to know the final number? What was the final number? 927. 927. 927 people attended. So much fun. Um, our party on, on Saturday. It was great. I don't assume we have anything ready from that overview video, right? No. 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 Okay. Would have shown you something, but Craig was busy doing other things. Yes, I was talking to people in a line for an hour and a half. Everyone right. was lovely, though. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. Um, and uh, I know everybody... That I talked to had a had a spectacular time. It was very nice, very very generous. A lot of compliments, not only for the party that evening, but for our shows and for everything we do. So it was. Um, if you ever feel down about yourself, think about 
back to that night mm-hmm. and how generous and nice people are. So no, absolutely. It was a great, great night. Absolutely. I also want to thank everybody who sent uh, uh, the overwhelming number of birthday wishes I received on, on Sunday. Uh, just in email and private message, I had 200 over 200 birthday wow. wishes, not to mention what was on my Facebook page. You know, you want to, if you ever feel down about yourself, you think about that. Um, that, you know, just getting that much goodwill on your birthday is, is just incredible, and I'm very grateful for it. And I just wanted to say thank you. And the folks who sent gifts and things like that, I, I really appreciate that. I'm writing out my little thank you notes now. Um, anything else for housekeeping? Anything that we need to talk about? If you're anxious to join us for an event, next December will be Podcast Cruise 6.0. Mm-hmm. We still have space available on that cruise. We're still taking reservations. We are working on some cool stuff for that cruise as well. Um, you think a year away actually scratches the itch for anxious? Well, <laughs> some people want to be involved and want to start planning something. So that might be That's something they can plan. But we have something really cool we know is already on the books. We're going to be doing our live show from the Aqua Theater on the back of that ship. And then it's the whole back of the ship it's incredible that's where they do the water show where people dive in from high boards and people rise John, up Kevin and I will be doing our Esther Williams we're going to have our speedos on it's going to be excellent all those sparklers around our head Peter might, out of the water Peter might think it's an orca show and might petition but we're not really quite sure what's going to happen <laughs> but we're really excited about that it's a great theater it's outside so other people can enjoy it there's going to be big screens up so that's really cool we have that one thing locked in awesome Anything else for housekeeping? Was I sorry, Kevin? I don't. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the other shows. Okay, that's what I'm I was sorry. asking. Sorry, no. I, I just skipped right over that on my script. Sorry. Um, of course, we want you to uh, tune in to the other shows we produce every week, every Sunday night, live on Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com. 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. The Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged goes up on Monday on Mondays and Tuesdays on iTunes iTunes. What's the matter with me? I can't talk today. On this week's Disneyland edition, Tom reviews the Anaheim Majestic Garden Hotel, and Mary Jo talks about this year's holiday tour at Disneyland. Every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, DizUnplugged.com, The Trip, with Jenny Lynn Knopp and Teresa Eccles. And Craig, what is on this week's show? Uh, um, travel horror stories. Oh, I w- wasn't sure where that oh, was going. Me <laughs> travel horror <laughs> stories. Okay. Um, I think. I'm not covering the expenses for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes above and beyond. And I think this might be a good time to mention that the trip will be undergoing a slight change in uh, the beginning of the year. They're going to be adding another person to the table. Our very own Jackie Gailey will be joining Teresa and Jenny Lynn on the trip. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. (laughs) It's going to be very fun. And, of course, every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Diz Unplugged with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, Jenny Lynn Knopp, and next year more so, Steve Porter will be be joining them and so what uh what are you working on this week craig uh we are he has no idea <laughs> doesn't uh horror stories universal horror yes universal <laughs> horrors um horror stories uh we are doing our holidays. yearly recap as well as going over our coverage from the holidays that rhino and i attended all right well there you have it that's the final slate of shows for 2015, and uh, every, all, all the shows return uh, the week of January 4th, uh, including another new show. We do. I was going to be in my rapid fire, but oh. can we do it now? You can. Very excited to announce that beginning January 4th, we have a new show coming up. It's going to be a Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. We're going to focus on helping you with uh, planning vacations, tips and tricks, and things that are beyond the Disney parks. We'll still have Disney information there, but uh, we're going to bring you information from all of our travels. So look for us beginning January 4th, Mondays in January. Awesome. Yeah, and just a few notes on that for anyone who will be looking for whenever it comes out. Uh, In terms of audio, the first episode we are also going to feature on our Diz Unplugged feed, but we are going to have a brand new audio feed going out on iTunes for that, so you'll want to subscribe 
to that once it's available so that way you can always watch it um and as well as other surprises coming up with youtube so uh, you might see a new dreams unlimited travel youtube channel coming and uh for anyone out there who hasn't subscribed to the Diz or the Diz Unplugged YouTube pages, please go ahead and do that. So you're staying up to date on all of our videos coming out. All right. Now, as I mentioned last week, we are going to be doing a special fundraiser December 22nd for Give Kids the World, uh, sponsored by Dreams Unlimited Travel. We are getting a special exclusive screening of Star Wars The Force Awakens, December 22nd, 10 a.m., at uh, the Regal Cinemas at Point Orlando on International Drive. And uh, we are, uh, it's $35 uh, per person, $35 donation per person, if you'd like to see the movie with us. And for $150, you can have lunch with the team. Now, we've already gotten some signups. We have some seats still still available. Signups for the, uh, for the lunch are going very quickly. Yes, only a few spots left for the lunch. Yeah. So, um, but I do want to send out some very special thank yous to a few of our listeners who have been very generous. Uh, I had mentioned last week that I was uh, going to match 2500 uh, of what, what's raised. And uh, then our good friend Scott Pontikas from Dallas, Scotty P. And if you're in the Dallas area and you know Scotty P's hamburger restaurants, same Scotty P. And uh, he has generously agreed to match my $2,500. And then meeting with one of our, our listeners and good friend, Kevin McGrory at uh, Dizzapalooza on Saturday night, he stepped up and has donated $2,500 for <laughs> wow. uh, Forgive Kids the World. And then I get a, a note from Mike Dobrovolsky, always, uh, always really generous. He's agreed to match $500. So um, I'm really excited. So, I, you know, that's great. We're going to raise a lot of money for Give Kids the World. And at the end of the day, that's all I care about. <laughs> um, I don't care about how many people are in the theater. I care about how much money we get to give to Give Kids the World. 100% of all money raised, not proceeds, all money raised goes directly to Give Kids the World. And At our, our party uh, the other night, a lady brought, I apologize, I didn't bring her name with me. She brought me 28 pillowcases Mickey pillowcases that she made for gifts. Is it Lynch Schwartz? It, the name's on the card. Okay. And I apologize. I don't <laughs> remember what the it. name said, but I, there are 28 Disney pillowcases. I'm, I apologize that, that she I don't. made herself. That's yes. really awesome. They're beautiful, too. I can't wait to take them. Wow. So they're really you mean nice. For yourself awesome. or to give kids the world? No, I don't mean I can't wait to take them for myself. I have pillowcases. <laughs> I can't wait to take them to give kids the <laughs> world. You're evil. <laughs> so I am putting out a call. To those of you that cannot join us on the 22nd, since some very generous listeners have stepped up, I am putting out a call to other generous listeners. If you would like to participate by donating some money to a good cause, reach out to me, Pete at WDWinfo.com. Let me know, and we will, uh, we will get you included in the list of uh, generous listeners that are helping raise money right before Christmas for a cause near and dear to my heart and uh, the hearts of many of you. They do great, great work. If you're not familiar with Give Kids the World, get familiar with them. GKTW.org. GiveKidsTheWorld.org. Tells you everything you need to know about this organization. The best-run charity in the United States. Only six cents of every dollar raised goes to administrative costs. 94% of the money raised goes directly to the mission. You don't see that. It's one of the reasons I love raising money for this organization. You can go to their website and you can see the stories about the impact these people have on the lives of these children and, the fa and their families that visit and what kind of work they do and what kind of difference they make. And for every $5,000 that we raise, we're able to send one family to give kids the world. So I'd be really happy if we could send two or three families to give kids the world for Christmas. That would be awesome. So we'll have links to where you can sign up for the movie and uh, where you can contact us if you would like to donate. DizUnplugged.com. Just check out our show notes. And it'll also be on the DizUnplugged Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash DizUnplugged. So please help us out. Help us make uh, 
Let's end the year on a really, really, really strong note. I want to see how many generous people we have out there that are willing to step up and donate some money. And uh, let's let's just blow this out. Let's blow this out. So um, anything else? Anything else for housekeeping? All right. Then with that, we'll move over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first, first news story, a new dating site for Disney fans. A new dating website for Disney fans, MouseMingle.com, is the brainchild of Dave Tavris, who says the regular dating websites have no way to narrow the searches to gauge the level of interest in Disney. The site launched last week and already has thousands of user profiles uploaded. Tavris says he registered the, the domain name back in 2011, but only began building the site earlier this year. A profile can be created for free by filling out a questionnaire, which includes questions about your age, appearance, and lifestyle, as well as Disney questions. Some of these are, what's your favorite Disney song, favorite Marvel franchise, which park do you call home, what type of annual pass do you have, um, etc. To contact another site user, there's a monthly fee of $12.55. The 55 is a significant number to Disney fans as Disneyland opened to the public in 1955. Of the price, Taver says, quote, I wanted the number to be low enough that people would not be scared. No barrier to entry. But at the same time, I want this to be a service that people take seriously and don't create a bunch of fake profiles. He said, quote, Disney fans are literally all over the world. That's my hope. That's my hope, is that this is not just a theme park-centric site. This is for the people who live in the middle of nowhere or in the Midwest or people who don't live near a park in the rest of the world. But they will still love Disney or something about Disney, and they want to connect with other people who love it, too. (laughs) Tavris is a former Disneyland cast member, having worked at the park's Autopia attraction as a tour guide and as a train engineer. Well, I'll tell you, A, I think it's a great idea. And uh, just to kind of see what it was about, I did sign up. Um, I did. Um, and, you know, they, it, it, really does, it really does ask a lot of pertinent questions about, you know, for, aimed at a Disney fan. And I think he's absolutely right that, you know, there isn't really anything out there for single Disney fans to, to meet somebody. And the importance, I know for me, the importance of having that, you know, having that connection with somebody that shared passion is really really important because i i hear the stories all the time that you know one you know one spouse is really into disney the other one isn't and sometimes that can cause real consternation mm-hmm. but when both spouses are equally or both partners are equally uh, invested in that passion i think it really makes the relationship better for and, sure you know. Why shouldn't Disney fans have their own dating site? Right. I mean, yeah. FarmersOnly.com, come on. There you go. <laughs> um, um, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said they've met on the Diz boards. Oh, yeah. Either through the singles board or just out there hanging out on the boards in general and said they've connected with somebody else. Um, one of our good listeners at the party came up and said, I have to thank you because I met my current girlfriend yeah. on the yeah. site. So I think it's a really cool idea. Um, Had a lot of weddings and births and stuff like that from people that met on the boards, yeah. I'm surprised they have the logo that they have without Disney barking down their neck. I was just thinking the same thing. It's a broken spot. Yeah. That's why it's official Disney. How long do you think he's going to get to keep that? Yeah, we will see what happens. If he gets big enough, Disney might make him change that. But he was smart, and Mouse Bingle does not have the word Disney in it, which is something they usually go after. But. you know, I think it's great that there's also people out there who are looking for that niche of what they can do in the Disney community and sort of be an entrepreneur as well. I hope they start having commercials. Sorry. <laughs> I so love, like, cute, cute little jingles. <laughs> and I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Brian Soka just sent me an email, $500 for Give Kids the World. Excellent. Awesome. Well, Thank you, Brian. I like Jerry Lewis's telephone. I will do. I will. <laughs> I am not. A board. No shame. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I almost forgot to mention Freeform Friday this Friday. We're doing a Freeform Friday this Friday. So that will technically be my last show of the year in terms of a live show. So I kind of lied to you before when I said this was our last live show. It's not. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. It's my last live show. Yes. No, I can't I'm believe doing Freeform New York. 
He was just kidding. Yes. He said that. So, but yeah, I think MassSpingle.com is a great idea. Um, I think it's probably going to go through some uh, some growing in terms of, you know, uh, its, its functionality. Uh, I think oh. its functionality works really good. But uh, check it out if you're single, single Disney fan. Now, when you signed up for it, is there a thing for I just want to be friends? Yes, I want yeah, to- you can. It, it asks you if you want a park pal, friends, dating, marriage. I just put park pal and friends. Marriage. Um, is there like is there like a Tinder option? No, I, not that I saw. <laughs> not that I saw. But it seems like there's a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of signups. There's a lot of signups on there. So. I saw um, it was on SNL actually. They yeah, they know, lampooned it on. They uh, kind of attacked yeah. it on SNL on Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah, they didn't really. T- they made fun of. They it. made fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. Attacked it. Yeah, that's a little yeah, harsh. Harsh. No, it's been getting great press. This guy's yeah. been doing an amazing job getting the word out about this because it's been showing up on, on on, on uh, television news and, and newspapers, things like that. I've been seeing it all over the place. I'm sure he loved that it was on SNL. Oh sure. Yeah. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a big deal. So, I mean, yeah, that's huge. So, no, I mean, he's obviously really good at marketing this. So, you know, hats off to him. Hats off to him. Like I said, I, I, I just wanted to see what it was about. I'm not really interested in dating, but I wanted to see what it was about. Cool. So, All right. Our second news story. D23 announces their 2016 schedule of events. D23, the official Disney fan club, has released much of its 2016 event schedule, including events in California, Florida, and around the country. In 2016, D23 will offer special screenings of several classic Disney films, including Alice in Wonderland, Finding Nemo, and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Screenings will be held on both coasts. In addition, a special 75th anniversary screening of The Reluctant Dragon will be held on the Walt Disney on the Walt Disney Studios lot in Burbank. D23 is also continuing 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 its lunch with a Disney Disney legend beginning with an event at the Walt Disney World Resort featuring Charlie Ridgeway. Special holiday events on both coasts plus food and wine related events at Walt Disney World are also on the schedule. Across the country, fans should look for advanced screenings of upcoming releases from the Walt Disney Studios mixers at local Disney stores and celebrations related to the 25th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, more information on dates and tickets will be announced throughout the year, but there's some stuff out there. A lot of it's TBA. They haven't really narrowed down a lot of their stuff, but March 18th is the lunch with a Disney legend, Charlie Ridgeway here at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, April 9th is D23 Day at the Walt Disney Studios and Archives in Burbank, California. Those are always cool events because they usually open up the store for for D23 members. Um, What else have they got going on? July 18th, D23 Behind the Scenes Experience in Burbank, California. Um, And uh, in the fall, no specific date, D23 Disney Faniversary Celebration, Beauty and the Beast. And that's something that a lot of folks seem to be looking forward to is the Faniversary celebration. I'm glad they're doing a few more things out in Orlando, but it still seems like all the cool stuff is out in Burbank. Um, But at least it sounds like they're starting to listen to the feedback they've been getting from, I don't know, the beginning (laughs) that there are Disney fans Outside of Southern California, this was a huge shock to the rocket scientists at D23 because in the, for so long, anything of merit, anything of importance has been going on out in Burbank. They've started doing some more things out here. It looks like they're expanding on that, but it really has taken them how many years now to figure out that, oh, wait, there are people who like Disney that don't live in Southern California, and if we want to interest them maybe we need to do more so they're doing these kind of half-assed road trips to um you know salt lake city you know so they can say they did something in like what the west i mean outside uh, i don't know but you know it's progress not perfection so good good on you but as long as we use the word disney legend dick van dyke turned 90 this week Mm. happy birthday dvd and one of our listeners who lives in switzerland cheryl pavia says that mouse mingle made the german news Wow. wow. So a little world perspective. Really? And I like wanna, the BBC. I want to say thank you to Richard Bunt 
who just is not only attending, uh, he's, he, he bought a seat at the movie for our lunch for 150 bucks, but just also told me he's going to donate an additional $500. So wow. just in the last 10 minutes, we raised another $1,000. Wow. I'm telling you, money. we need a tote board. We do. You can be the Ed McMahon to my... <laughs> to my Jerry Lewis. <laughs> All right, our third and final news story. Dick Van Dyke to host Mary Poppins broadcast. Dick Van Dyke, who starred opposite Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews, Andrews, the Greek, the Greek actress, <laughs> the robot version, in the 1964 Disney classic Mary Poppins, will host a rebroadcast of the film on Saturday, December 12th, as part of ABC's The Wonderful World of Disney. The film will be presented from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., and Van Dyke will introduce the film, give his insights about making the making of the film and share some props from the Walt Disney Archives. Target is a sponsor of the broadcast, and their mascot, Bullseye, will appear with Van Dyke. No. Mary Poppins last appeared on broadcast That's where all television. the dignity leaked out <laughs> really, of the room. There we go. Mary Poppins last appeared on the broadcast on broadcast television 13 years ago. I think it's cool that he's going to be showing props and stuff. No, absolutely. Anything that brings Dick Van Dyke to TV is cool. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Very, Agreed. very cool. All right. That'll do it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. Let's go ahead and move on to Rapid Fire. And one last time this year, John. All right. I was going to do the Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast, but that Kevin uh, Pete's already talked about that. We're very excited about it. Um, is that the right date? I thought it was going to be July 4th. January. Uh, yeah, January think, 4th, I mean. I think January 3rd is Sunday. Oops. So that's, yeah. That was my bad on that typo. That's all right. So I just said it was the wrong day anyway. So beginning next year, weekly podcast, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Um, Kevin and I are going to talk about our travels, and other folks are going to join us from the company, and hopefully you'll find that entertaining. My second rapid fire is something I didn't tell Craig, so he doesn't have a slide for. Um, We just found out this past week that um, if you're booking a Disney Cruise Line uh, reservation while on board the ship, they're increasing their deposit from $200 to $250 per reservation. So expect to pay more for an onboard booking on Disney Cruise Line. I do not believe this is the end of the price increases or the deposit increases. I think this is going to keep going up and up and up until they've found the price at which no until one will pay Until they've alienated it. everyone. Right. <laughs> until it comes to a point where no one does it and then they might stop. Ta-da! Two rapid fires in two seconds. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Uh, and thank you, Carly Stenger, for another $500 for our Give Kids the World event. So we've raised $1,500 in the last like 10 or 15 minutes. So awesome. Kevin. All right. I have two, too. <laughs> Do a four? For Tanner. I just wanted to say that. Two just for Tanner. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, the <laughs> Mickey's Very Christ- Merry Christmas Party is sold out on December 8th, December 11th, and December 18th. I would assume it's going to sell out on December 24th very soon. I can't imagine there's many of those tickets left, but I don't know that for a fact. But that's via Kathy Whirling. Thank you, Kathy. There was one rapid fire down. That was fast, right? The next one is Adventures by Disney. To sort of tack on to Jen's uh, Disney Cruise Line announcement, Adventures by Disney has changed their deposit policy. Uh, Instead of $300 per person, the deposit is now 10% of the adventure fare. And you now have to pay 120 days in advance instead of 90 days in advance. Pay in full. Pay in full. Payment in full is due 120 days beforehand. Again, trying to alienate everyone. This is a very disappointing policy change. This is a. This has gone from $300 a person to now thousands of dollars per person, depending on the adventure you take. So it's kind of disturbing. And it's still non-refundable 14 days after you make your deposit. That's a lot of money for people to commit. Yeah. That early is. On. I have a feeling this is going to kill the bookings that happen a year or a year and a half in yeah. advance. So, all right. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Scott McDonald, for a $50 donation to Give Kids the World. Oh. I'm loving this. this I awesome. am loving this. Is this a telephone right now? It is. It's like Jerry Lewis. It is. Whatever it's going to take. I don't care. I will sit here and do a telethon. We should do that at some point. That's what you should do it Friday. <laughs> we should turn it into a telethon. I call Dean Martin. Yes. <laughs> Crap. Sorry. I want to smoke and drink the whole time. I do. <laughs> I smoke and drink and stumble. I mean, yeah, there you go. All right. Jackie, what do you got? 
So the Symphony and the Stars, a galactic spectacular dessert party at Disney Hollywood Studios was just announced. And this is a really cool party at Hollywood Studios where you can watch the fireworks from a reserve viewing area. And they're going to have themed desserts and drinks plus a souvenir stein for everyone. Um, the pricing on it is $69 for ages 10 and over and $39 for children ages 3 to 9. And um, I feel like that's such a pricey uh, dessert party. Mm, I think that's about what they're charging these days, and people are paying. So They are. Um, I haven't actually gone to one of the dessert parties at Hollywood Studios, but I have to tell you, I saw the frozen fireworks from there, and it's really neat to see fireworks in Hollywood Studios. So this... This party is going to have really cool themed desserts and really fun um, alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. Um, they're also, uh, let's see here, the steins that you can t- take with you that everyone gets are going to be themed after Star Wars uh, characters, Chewbacca. And so that's who they're going to have first, and I think that'll be really cool. So the force is strong with this one. I was gonna say I just I just threw up a little in my mouth. Did you? But Sorry. It's hard to find Star Wars themed stuff these days. Yeah. <laughs> How you ever I bought Star Wars indeed. themed cheese its the other day. <laughs> they even have macaroni and cheese. They do. <laughs> awesome. All right, thank you, Jackie. You bet. Julie. Okay. Um, Countdown to Midnight is happening at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club this December 31st. Um, It's going to have three different themed party experiences, so that way the guests can choose how they wish to ring in the new year. There will be an interactive comedy reunion at the Adventurers Club, a nine-piece dance band at Club Live, and a seven-piece band playing classic music at Club Vinyl. (laughs) Buffet, action stations, and desserts are going to be available. Um, As you count down to midnight, balloons are going to drop, and you can toast the new year with your keepsake champagne glasses. And let me tell you, because once you hear the price, there better be lots more keepsakes, okay? Um, It will be held at the Yacht and Beach Club Convention Center. It begins at 8 p.m. This is only available to guests who are actually staying at Walt Disney World. And it will be $300 per guest. Mm. Um, tax and gratuities included, so that's good, I guess. Um, beer, <laughs> beer, wine, mixed drink, champagne toast, and food. And don't forget your souvenir champagne glasses, which will probably be plastic, so just warning you. Um, call 407-WDW-DINE to make reservations. And then Disney Springs is going to have DJ dance parties and live entertainment in all three districts, plus food and beverage offerings with food trucks around. Of course, cocktails, beer, and wine will be available. And Cirque du Soleil will have a 6 p.m. and a 9 p.m. performance that night. Um, I didn't really want to talk about, like, you know, different restaurants and stuff. I just want to talk about the bigger events that were happening for New Year's. I got to tell you that one of the Yacht Club, for the fact that it's in the convention center, is kind of lame. Right? For that much money, you should have... Special fireworks view on the beach or right. something. Right, I yeah, mean, like make it really locked exciting. Walked in, in a conference room. Right, where you can't see anything. Crazy. All right, thank you, Julie, and thank you, Brian Torpy, for another $100 donation for Give Kids the World. Awesome. Rhino, what you got? Uh, mine's not overly exciting today, so. <laughs> Enchanted Tales with Belle is no longer a part of Extra Magic Hours. I'm done. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about it. I think it's effective immediately. It doesn't, it's not, it says on the website it's no longer offered, so. Does Belle not like being available after hours? She's got stuff, she's got to attend to the beast. (laughs) So. However, it's one more thing they take away from extra magic hours. Yep. One more thing you can't do. It's a cool show, too. I mean, I saw that recently for the first time um, because my niece loves Belle. (laughs) Blame it on the niece. Sure. Niece. you know, we wearing your bell outfit. You got to get a kid to go in with you, otherwise it starts to get creepy. So, it, but it was a, it was a good show. So it's a it's a little sad because the extra magic hours. You know, you always get the lessened weight. But what are you gonna do? All right. Thank you, Rhino. Stephen. Uh, Sunday night at Candlelight Processional, Walt Disney World Resort announced that they made a gift of a half a million dollars to help uh, homeless families in Central Florida. Uh, the money will uh, go to the Homeless Impact Fund established uh, by the Central Florida Commission on Homelessness. Uh, so it's pretty cool in the, in the Christmas spirit, and 
It's exciting. Absolutely. Awesome. Sure. <laughs> it's, it sounds. We cool. have we have a guy. I, I don't mean to hijack this, but we have a guy who panhandles at a corner near our house where we travel, and he had gone. I saw him go into Walmart and buy a stocking, so people could put their donations to him as he walked up and down the street in the stocking. And I thought, there's an entrepreneur. <laughs> investing capital in his business. Well, John you, said some capital investments. A lot of money. Yeah. John said capital investments for three miles and made himself laugh I every time he said it. There was a gentleman who used so to write of him. for the Orlando <laughs> Sentinel. At the end of the in the Orlando Sentinel Sunday section, there's like a magazine mm-hmm. in this or Sunday Orlando edition. There's a magazine, and I forget the man's name, but he used to write the last page. Okay. And he did a thing where he stayed at, stood at the corner of... Scott um, Thomas? Steve. I don't remember. He stood at the corner of Orange Blossom Trail and Route 50 and had pre-printed tickets in his pocket. He wore his rattiest old clothes. And if you gave him money, he gave you a ticket that said, you've just made a donation to Mustard Seed. Hmm. Mustard oh, Seed is a local yeah. organization that helps everyone. Mm-hmm. But um, he raised $5,000 in one day. Wow. Just by standing there for eight hours. He didn't have a sign. He didn't, didn't ask for money. Sign. People just, just stood there and had And then once you gave him money, he gave you the ticket that said you made a donation to Mustard Seed. That's cool. Huh. Hey, maybe we should do that for Give Kids the World. Maybe we can. Put these guys out on corners with, you know, yeah. Santa bags. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look at Rhino. He looks excited. It's my, it's my holiday plans already. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Craig. Okay, so the Walt Disney Archives restored Walt Disney's office suite as a permanent exhibit space now at the Walt Disney Studios. Um, So this, I just believe that it debuted yesterday in a big uh, ceremony with Bob Iger, uh, members of the Disney family as well. Um, But yeah, basically they're now setting it up for anyone who is... A, a guest on the studio or Disney employees cast members uh, anyone can come in there I guess during the regular lot the tours that they have and they can actually see this restored Walt Disney my office guess is you will see it during your backstage magic I'm really hoping that they let us and in. I also want credit for this Kevin and I have been talking about this for years the first, the first time we did a backstage magic we went through the Disney animation building and they said this is where Walt Disney's office was I said is it still there and they said no someone else has it Sean office. Cassidy had it Chad Lowe Rob Lowe's brother at first it was Sean Cassidy I remember it being Chad Lowe but that's beside the point is Chad evil? Lowe's like the least of the lows. You missed that joke. You so missed that You walked right around that. Sorry, I didn't, wasn't even thinking that. It doesn't matter who it was. It wasn't Walt Disney's office. And I remember throwing a mini fit. And it was like, you're kidding, right? Why is Walt Disney's office not left intact? Why wasn't it sealed off? Why isn't there plexiglass on the door? Um, so people can visit it. We would say it every trip. Now, but this isn't in the space that was his office, right? This is just in a spot in the archives. Oh, no, I believe this is his office. What is the story you say, Craig? Um, I don't know, but I'm not sure. This does not... Hold on, just talk amongst yourselves. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that'll, that'll do it for Roundtable Rapid Fire. We're going to move on to Ms. Gailey and... The top 10 trip planning threads on Disports.com for the month of November. What do you have, Jackie? Yes. So I've got a great handful of threads this month that are uh, really fun, really fun trip planning threads. Um, So for number 10, I wanted to tell you guys about the Disney Cruise Meets subforum. This is where... um, If you are looking to do fish extenders for your Disney Cruise... This is where everyone goes to find other cruisers on their same ship. And we have um, our poster, Irish Cowboy, has been throwing, uh, putting in the, the links to all of the cruise line meets that you guys start. And um, what he does is he keeps track of the four Disney ships and you find your date on the first page of each one of his threads, depending on which ship you're going on. 
And what you do is you just find your date that you're sailing and you click on the link that he's got right underneath there and you can interact with other cruisers. Now, if you don't have, if you don't see a link there yet, that means the thread hasn't been started yet. So you can start a thread if you want to. And, um, or you can ask questions if you, if you aren't sure that you want to start the thread. Um, we're going to be starting those 2017 cruise threads here real soon because we're almost at the end of the year. So be on the lookout for those. Um, and you can find those right under the main Disney Cruise Line forums under Disney Cruise Meets. Um, number nine, we've got a great thread going on about the Wilderness Lodge DVC expansion details. So those, uh, that thread is really got some good information for all of you Wilderness Lodge lovers. Now, Wilderness Lodge is one of my favorites because it reminds me of home in Seattle. And it kind it of It is. I, I, I got to tell you, I think it's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. I think Love it's it. my favorite. After do, staying there at the last 7-7 that we did, um, I just fell in love with it. It's beautiful. Fell in love. I've never been a big fan of the rooms at the Wilderness Lodge, the hotel rooms, but the DVC blows it out of the water. Yeah. Just as incredible. I love it. I really do, too. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do with this expansion. I mean... You know, it's the the bungalows at the Polynesian are beautiful. So, I mean, I can't help but think that these are going to be just gorgeous too. Um, I can't wait for that. I think it's a neat view, mm-hmm. you know, and just pretty relaxing. And I, I know that my family likes to go to Trails End and have breakfast a lot. And it's fun to ride the boat back and look at the other side of the Wilderness Lodge. Right. Because it's not one that everybody really sees. Exactly. So, it's neat. Um Number eight is a thread on the Skipper Canteen Jungle Cruise-themed restaurant. We've got uh, lots of folks that are doing updates and on ADR Watch. I'm going to tell you guys right now that if you are waiting for an advanced dining reservation to open up for a new restaurant, this is going to the restaurant boards is the place to be because you can bet your life that the minute it goes available, somebody's going to be posting on here. So that thread has been hopping the last couple of days because everybody's expecting it to go live here. Reservations for that one. Um, any any idea when the re- when it's going to open up for ADRs? Well, I haven't heard anything at all on when it's going to open up, but uh, everybody's buzzing about it. Uh, and people are calling uh, Disney Dining and they don't have any information yet. You know, it has to be soon because it, the. It's supposed to open. Yeah, it's supposed to open by the end of the year. So they got to do it soon. Yeah, really. They're currently doing uh, cast member previews right now. So I'm guessing in the next week or two. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, so it's... uh People keep calling dining like a couple times a day. You know, a poster will will say, oh, I just got off the phone with Disney Dining and there's no information available yet. So so they are on it. now, we're going to have links to all these threads that I'm talking about in the show notes today, so don't worry that I'm not giving you the URLs. Um, number seven is a really cool thread that you might not think, you might think that you're the only one that gets anxious when you're going to Disney, but there is a thread called Touring the Parks with Anxiety Disorder, and that is over on our, um, let's see here. Give me just a second here. That is over on our disabilities board. And it's a really good one because you'd be really surprised at how people get anxiety when they're going to Disney. You know, you're, you're trust me, I this. would not be surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of was Every at first. Day. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because when we used to fly in from Seattle, I used to have big time anxiety. Well, I want to, I, I, I just want to interrupt for a second and make sure that I point out to people there's a difference between you know being anxious and having panic anxiety disorder that is a clinical mm-hmm. issue yeah. that is ve- that can be very very serious um, and you know requires medication it requires monitoring by a doctor um, so there's a big difference between I'm anxious when I travel and having an, an you know, a diagnosed anxiety disorder. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that we're clear and we're not being insensitive when we just talk about, oh, I get anxious too. Because that would drive me, you know, when I was dealing with depression and people say, oh, I understand. I get depressed sometimes. I'm like, no, No, (laughs) this is not, I'm having a bad day. 
this is this is a clinical issue. So making sure that I just want to make sure we're sensitive to the difference between, you know, generalized anxiety that you have dealing with life, which is very real and very important to deal with, Mm -hmm. but also in terms of an anxiety disorder, which is a clinical condition. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, definitely is. Um, So people, folks in here are talking about, you know, make sure that you don't switch your medication right before you get to the parks. Mm -hmm. And um, one of our posters really went into a lot of detail about how her medication was switched right before they arrived and it wasn't a good idea and she kind of talked about that. Yeah, you don't want to be dealing with, you don't want to be dealing with side effects Mm -hmm. from a new medication Mm -hmm. when you're starting your vacation. No, No, she lost a couple of days of her trip and it was, you know, it's not good. Um, So, and I, you know, I, I really like this thread because people are really talking about what they go through and, um, you know, whether it's day to day or just the traveling anxiety. So it's really good. Hop on there if you want to just kind of read and and see what other people are dealing with. Um, Number six is really close to my heart. It's about Disney Pandora charms information there's pictures and pricing now i love my pandora bracelet so i um i love looking at all the new stuff that's coming on and um i'm one of those that like subtle hints of disney i don't like uh like a disney explosion of jewelry and everything but i like just little subtle things here and there so this thread is really cool because whenever there's a new group of charms coming out somebody's going to post in here and you're going to know on the first page and they're big pictures so you can really see what's going on um with those pandora charms it's really fun and i love that at the uptown jeweler on main street that they have that whole new section in the store where they have all those pandoras and they've got necklaces and everything you could ever imagine it's even better than the pandora store at the mall love it (laughs) love it a lot actually so visit that thread it's a good one um number five updated star wars weekend canceled official star wars launch bay and symphony in the stars thread this is your go-to thread if you want any and all information on the new upcoming Star Wars things that are coming to Hollywood Studios. Great thread. Lots of lots of really good info. Everybody piping in and just buzzing about everything there. Um, number four is our Everything Fast Pass subboard. So we've got a new subboard on the theme parks, attractions, and strategies. And a lot of you guys have just gotten right in there and, and gone to town and you know just what to do. So um, this board has been really helpful to sort of have everything about FastPass Plus right there in one spot. So you can look at, you know, how people experience it with big families, small families, little kids, big kids. Um, you know, sometimes I know it's challenging when you've got a big family get together and, you know, you're trying to get grandma to set up her own My Disney Experience account so you can make her fast passes. Um, people talk about how it's just better to do it yourself and then grandma just doesn't need to worry about it. So um, lots of really, really good advice, good information on that subboard. So check it out if you haven't already. Um, number three is the flooded Pirates of the Caribbean boat. A lot of complaints about this. So many. Yeah. Lots of complaints about this. Yeah. Well, I have to, yeah. Well, it, I, you know, some, my, my friends from Canada are in town, we're, we're in town this week and, you know, Canadians, God love them. They don't get angry. You know, they're very polite people. She was pissed. Yeah. She was pissed. Yep. Because you're not expecting to get soaked. Well, first of all, they four, they, they, they shoehorned four of them into the front of one yeah, of those boats, oh, which no. is absurd. Four people should not be put in the front of one of those boats under any circumstances, especially not when they know they're having this problem. And they've got to fix this. It's not just the water coming in that people are upset about. People are saying they're getting in these boats and there's two, three, four inches of water. Yeah, exactly. Floor, exactly. And your feet are wet already. And this has been going on for months and Disney hasn't fixed it. Yep. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's I um I went on I rode Pirates of the Caribbean right after it opened. Um we had our our um Disney Parks Moms panel reunion weekend right after the attraction reopened and um, we kind of knew that the front couple of rows, you were going to get really soaked. And so we were planning on asking to sit in the back of the boat, but it just kind of worked out that way that we were in the back of the boat. And when our boat went down the hill, we heard lots of screams and we heard the water hit the benches and people were not happy. And I felt, I almost felt bad that we kind of knew ahead of time 
um, to sit toward the back. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure they're not going to leave the front two rows empty. Yeah, but, but it's fun to watch those people get wet, isn't it? No, <laughs> I was thinking that, weren't you? I was so... A little schadenfreude, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think one of the things is that people don't expect that, and I don't think people take... Uh, somebody in chat made the reference to, I wouldn't think to protect my camera. Right. Right. Um, you know, I don't want to walk around Disney with wet shoes all day, and, if you know, if you're going on Cali River Rapids, you kind right, of expect. expect it. Exactly. Or Splash Mountain. It kind of says Splash Mountain. But if you're going on Pirates, you don't expect to get soaked. Right, and there are no warnings saying right. you could get wet. Agreed. <clears throat> yeah, they were they were telling us, we heard the people talking that were soaked, and they said that the wave came right up the top of the front of the boat, and they were drenched. Oh, that's worse than Splash. <laughs> they were really, I mean... Man, well, worse. this is because they are using boats that were designed for pirates in... Uh, Land. In yeah. Disneyland. Correct. Yeah. These are not the right boats for this ride. And... You know, I don't know how how many complaints they're going to have to get, how long people are going to have to complain about it on social media before Disney fixes this. Um, but this is ridiculous. I mean, look, if you're going to bill it as, you know, the new Splash Mountain, fine. Mm-hmm. Or but, put up a sign that says, you will get wet. You will get wet, so not you may. Can, yeah, because... You can make that decision. Yeah. So, yeah, that's too bad. It is. I wish they'd fix it because people are really upset about it. That's a real long thread already about it. Um, okay, so number two is Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend for 2016 takes place January 6th to the 10th. So if you are planning on being at Walt Disney World for Marathon Weekend, this is a great thread to kind of introduce yourself and meet up with some other runners. And um, lots of people are doing just one of the marathons. Some of them are doing all of them. Um, fantastic thread. It's on our wish board is where you can find it. And this one is the main thread on it. We'll have, again, we'll have the link in the show notes here so you can go right to it. Um, lots of info on it, like when people are going to go over to ESPN and get their race packets. Um, people plan and meetups at different restaurants after the certain marathons, depending on what day. And really fun way to kind of get to know everybody, and um, especially if you're running the marathon yourself. Um, it's kind of fun to get to know some people. Um, so give that one a go. Um, and then number one, finally, for November is our official Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2015 thread, rocking around the Cinderella Castle. Um, this one is really fun for everybody that's going to the Christmas party, has been there, is planning on going, um, talking about all the different things that are going on with the Christmas party, and um, really fun thread to, to interact on. And if you're planning on visiting and going to the to the Christmas party here before the end of the season, then you'll want to hop on that thread and see what's going on there. So really fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that, Jackie. Absolutely. And to wrap up our last show for the year, um, I've asked everybody on the team or everybody in the room at least to uh, share with us their favorite moments from 2000. 15. We'll start with you, John. This was a tough one. This one required a lot of thought. This was a big year for us. You had no favorite moments. No, I had lots of favorite moments. It was a great year. I mean, going backwards from Dizapalooza to our Viking cruise in Disneyland Paris, uh, Alaska, our uh, our Disneyland trip for the 60th anniversary, back to our Hawaii trip, our Hawaii cruise. But of all the moments that I think of, I reminisce about the most, was on our Alaska cruise was Tracy and I doing the um, fundraiser for Give Kids the World. And everybody had a great time. It was a lot of fun. We raised some good money. And it was just... $17,000. Yeah. And it was such a great time because the the people who were there were so receptive. And it was just a fantastic day. We just had such a great day. They did everything but tap dance and sing. (laughs) That's a memory I go back to the most from this past year. Awesome. How about you, Kevin? Uh, again, in a year full of a bunch of highs, there's been a bunch of stuff to be reminisce about. I think my favorite thing, and it's because I worked on it for a long time, my favorite thing was the fact that we actually got into the Magic Kingdom on July. Or um, Disneyland Park. In Disneyland. What did I say? Magic Kingdom. The, well, the Magic Kingdom in Disneyland. Um, we got on it on the 60th anniversary. 
it was touch and go for two years. And I had to explain to people why I wanted to be there on that day. And no one believed me until finally someone said, do you know that's the 60th anniversary? And I thought, do you think I've been asking for this for no reason? (laughs) So even up until the week before, I was begging them not to switch our days. From the the moment of stepping onto Main Street with cast members lined up and applauding and cheering, it was an incredible day. It was. It was an incredible day. I, I, this is not about patting myself on the back, but it was like we had pushed a boulder uphill, and we had finally crested the However, top. However, it also paid off. It wasn't like, oh, look, we're just in the park. Right. This was an incredible, incredible day. Such a fun day. I agree. I, I agree. That's certainly one of my highlights as well. We got sure. to, I, and then did, ABD did amazing things for us. The fact that we got to sit right behind the recipients of the Million Dollar Dazzle Award that day, we were right up front. Right. So we had a great seat. It was. The culmination of a great deal of work and a great deal of self-satisfaction. But to see the look on everybody else's face made it my favorite moment. One of our, the folks who travel with us broke down in tears and she touched me. That touched me. It was bad touch. <laughs> oh my God. I don't have to show you on the dolls where Mickey touched me. Um, and her name's Mickey. Um, the fact that she was so emotional about it made me emotional mm. about it. You know, it was, it was a highlight. Certainly was. Certainly was. That was a great trip all around. But that certainly was. was an amazing day. How about you, Jackie? What's your favorite moment from this last year? Well, I'm going to have to say um, that my favorite moment of this year is um, is going to have to be when you invited me to come and join this wonderful team that you've built. And I, um, I family is really important to me, and I love the feeling that I got when I joined this team because I instantly felt like I had another family. And so um, that has been really fun. And I have to say another thing about this past weekend at Dizapalooza. It was my first huge event that I've been to that was organized by the Diz. And it was pretty awesome because I was just kind of meandering around and listeners were coming up to me and Discboard readers were coming up to me. They recognized me from my profile picture and they were really excited to meet me and they gave me lots of compliments and um, I was getting lots and lots of hugs. And so it just sort of was the icing on the cake that this is the right family and it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Pretty excited. Oh, we're glad you're with us. Yay. Thank you. How about you, Julie? Um, I have a few, but Hershey Park, um, taking the kids to Hershey was a, a big thing for me and Corey. Um, we never we don't really go to the Northeast a whole lot, like for vacation, you know. So going up there, seeing Pennsylvania for the first time, um, of course, the event itself. But Hershey Park was the first park where my kids got to go on a roller coaster that went upside down. <laughs> Scaredy yeah, rhino. I know. Some great pictures. Some great um, pictures from Ferris from and Finley got to bond a lot, get to know Rhino, which of course they've always loved Craig, but um, Craig's parents, Miss Chris and um, Mr. Rick, mm-hmm. they have sort of become part of our family now too, and I think they've adopted my children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because we absolutely adore them. And then um, for Corey, he, I'm going to give his. Um, was going to New York. We haven't been on a trip alone in a long time, but we got to go and represent Dreams, which is a lot of fun. We met some really great people, including like some of our listeners who are actual agents, you know, so getting to meet their families and hang out with them was a lot of fun. Um, but I have to say, one of my highlights from the other night, there is an, another mom who's a listener, and we have been friends on Instagram and Facebook for a long time, but when I saw her, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, Angie! And she's going to be like, oh my God, you said my name. So like, I like ran to her and hugged her. I was like, I'm so excited to meet you. And she just kind of looked at me like, thinking, I guess, probably, wait, shouldn't this be the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> so it was great to meet you, Angie. <laughs> um, so anyway, but yeah, it's been a good year. Awesome. Thanks, Julie. Rhino, how about you? Um, well, you know, it was a year ago, almost right around this time that we had our first dinner and we sat down and talked about the Universal show and the potential of coming on here. So it's been a lot. The, 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 this job in general really pulled me out of a, a, a just a sad place I was in in my life. And so I'm, everything Sanford. has just been – Yes, Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the streets of OBT. So, um it's been a it, it's been a lot 
and I mean, I don't know what I expected to happen, but you know, obviously Dick Van Dyke is the highlight of mm. my life. Um, so meeting him at D twenty three. Yeah, just I just you know I, I see this photo from of him hosting that thing, and I'm gonna probably cry while I'm watching Mary Poppins on TV. But you know, I just I still think about that moment, and it was just an incredible moment. Just that whole weekend, and just being a part of an event like that, but then also having this unexpected meeting of this legendary human being you know it, it was a lot um that and then i also would say like the two meets i got to go to it, I, I loved hershey park and 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 bonding with the kids and i love you know seeing ferris and finley and giving them a hug and stuff and it it kind of felt like this last weekend for the event like seeing these people now for like a third time and knowing them and being like oh i'm gonna go out and they're kind of friends you know they are friends now and um it. I got to hang out with them a little bit last night, and Craig's parents are just, you know, I don't know how they had Craig, but, <laughs> um, but they're great. And, uh, you know, at Diagon Alley, there was this little girl, Savannah. I, I don't know how old, maybe ten years old or something like that. But she was the only one who had her robes and her scarf on, and she specifically came up and asked me to go around with her with the with the wand and do some magic everywhere. And, you know, that receiving line was so long, but I made sure we did it. We didn't get to do it for very long. We did it for like ten or fifteen minutes, but I don't. That was a highlight for me, too, because I'm just, like, being me, but with this person from, like, across the country, and I don't know. It was just one of those moments where it's it's been a year. It's been a, an amazing year, so. Okay, we don't want him to cry. Yeah, yeah he's on the verge. <laughs> Keep it. Tell us again about the little girl. No, I don't want to talk about it. Well, he's going to cry during He's getting for Clemens. I don't think it's a, a hard threshold he's all to meet. Teresa would have already been crying. Oh, yeah, Teresa would have Jackie and then Rhino. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm representing Teresa right now. Oh. Channeling her. Uh, all right, thanks, Rhino. Steve. Uh, yeah, this has been an awesome year. This has been amazing. Um, December of last year was the first time I got an article published uh, just as a contributor for the first time. Uh, so I'll just start off with that being amazing. Uh, and March of this year was the first time Probably, I told Pete this yesterday, but probably most people don't know. I was actually on the show as a listener submitting for the voicemail shows three times. So March was my first time with my voice in this room, even though I wasn't here. We remember. We used to call you Steve the Stalker. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Among other things. (laughs) Uh, So that was a highlight. And then, obviously, being at the table for the first time. Um, and meeting everyone and how welcoming everyone was was uh, also awesome. So it's an awesome year. Can I jump back a minute? Sure. Um, I ran into some folks at the meet this week, and I think sometimes you become a bit complacent. We've been doing this so long that it sort of I don't, complacent might not be the same word, right? The, the right word. I don't know what the right word is. Um, but I met some folks who were at our very first live event ever. Mm-hmm. At the Swan, swan, swan at yeah. the Swan, and I was so proud of myself. I remembered them, and I remembered where they were from. So it was great fun. But I think back to that, and I think I can't believe how much we didn't know we didn't know. Mm. You know, and how I remember sitting at one at the Gaylord Palms where we all sat at like a ticket counter. And it was the weirdest thing ever oh because gosh, we couldn't yes. see each other. And people leaned on the counter. They were standing that up, leaning at us. So they were above us looking down at us while we talked. And I thought, <laughs> I don't think I want to do this ever, ever again. <laughs> um, so this was a culmination. And it shocks me that we've been doing this for 10 years because it sounds, it feels like it started yesterday. Yeah. And it feels like I've been doing it all my life. Right. It's, it's sort of a... But it has been. We're coming up on 10 years doing this. And you think to yourself... You know, I, I'm not I, 10 years older. <laughs> I must have been a baby then because do you it. think of all the things we didn't know we didn't know? I can't. Right. It was just. All right, I'm done. All right. Well, thank you for that, Steve. Craig. Okay, before uh, I go, I'm going to speak on behalf of Teresa and JL. They didn't actually send. Um, they didn't send like their favorite moments. They sent favorite show moments, which I said they could also do. But uh, instead of reading that, I'm just going to say that they enjoyed going to the meets, as always. I know especially Teresa. She eats that up so much. And, um, yeah, so that's them. That's not what JL's email said. Uh, I'll, I'll read JL's email. I'm speaking for Teresa on her okay. behalf. On JL's, well, she's got a lot of stuff, like including whenever I... 
mistakenly said a very bad word on the Universal show. Oh, so Not she a very was quite bad word. specific about her. She was. Did you read her email? No. Oh, yeah. man, she had timestamps. Okay. <laughs> well, her favorite show moment was uh, the great Doc McStuffins uh, yeah. debate uh, a while back, um, as well as Rhino not being able to understand what a zero entry pool was. Um, I thought you just couldn't get in it. I, uh, <laughs> I said the name uh, Hooter wrong from Captain EO and replaced it with a very obscene word. Um, and Teresa yelled at me one time on the trip. Saying, oh, yeah. I'll give you, you want an issue? I'll give you an issue. My husband and I are fighting. <laughs> Uh, and to read, Teresa, she said she liked the show last year whenever we talked about our ideas for WDW resorts and came up with them on our heads, as well as the classic uh, SeaWorld Christmas Shamu hanging from the Christmas tree. So uh, those were all nice moments. I didn't hear from Kathy, so... Sorry, Kathy. She hated um, everything. Yeah, she hated it. <laughs> she had no favorite moments. She did. We'll throw her in on the meat stuff, too. She'll be fine with that. Uh, my favorite moments, uh, there's been a lot this year. Uh, the fact is, I'm going out to California for my fourth time this year. The first mm. time was doing our amazing Disneyland 7 and 7, which was with, like just a huge group of us out there, but... It was a ton of work, but a ton of fun the entire time leading to the 60th, uh, the start of the 60th anniversary and being there with Tom covering all that and just being blown away to be so blessed to be able to see something like that at the start, uh, as well as then being out there with D23 and spending time for the first time with John and Kevin yeah. in California, something that never done before and, and he how that never do again yeah. <laughs> how that event yeah, all came together counseling is over he's over it <laughs> <laughs> it was a crazy crazy week crazy but week. it was so incredible and then being given the opportunity to go back now in less than like four days for my honeymoon and backstage magic and on top of the the central europe trip that i got to go on and represent dreams i've just i've seen so many cool amazing places this year and uh that's that's a great thing about being a part of this is you never know what's going to come next and you know as much as I love well, especially stuff working for me year, yeah <laughs> you I don't know what I'm going to come up with next I'm just I'm excited for next year podcast crew 6.0 and everything else that's in store that we don't even know what's happening yet so I know Craig's wedding is technically not like to do with the show but. That was a highlight, too. I mean, he is a part of our family, you know, so I think his wedding was definitely a highlight. It's like oh. the weird cousin. Apparently, you would all rather have my parents here than me, so. We can dream. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, Craig. If you want to know what my favorite moments from 2015 were, you're going to have to wait because that will be the subject of our show on, what is 29th. it, December 29th. Uh, that will be a solo show. It will be an audio-only solo show. We will put it up on YouTube. It will be up on the feed. And I'm going to be talking about my favorite moments from the year. Uh, next week, we're going to have a pre-recorded show that are going to be your the, fir- the top five, the first five favorite moments that you guys voted on, followed by the next week, which will be the next five favorite moments you voted on. I'm going to go 10 through 6 and then 5 down to 1, right? Yep. And then the following week will be my favorite moments, um, my most memorable moments of 2015. That'll be coming up on the 29th. And then, of course, we'll be back with you again on January 5th with our next live broadcast. Uh, But we will also be going out this Friday for Freeform Friday. So I want to thank all of you for joining us today and this year for uh, allowing us the opportunity to get to do what we do because without you guys, we got nothing to do. And uh, so you thank us all the time and don't think I'm not grateful for that, but also don't think I'm not very, very mindful and very grateful that without you, uh, we don't exist. So I want to thank you for your support this year and we'll look forward to seeing you next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a happy new year. Thank you.